And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a look at barley and pulse crop markets and an interest wa- interesting way to determine the health of your soil. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results. Online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision, ag and lawn and garden products. A market analyst says barley is in strong demand this spring. Neil Townsend with FarmLink Marketing Solutions says trade politics between China and the U.S. is causing a great deal of market volatility. But he says strong demand for feed grains like barley in China is supporting the market. Well, barley is having definitely a moment in the sun right now. I mean, feed barley prices have been very uh, robust. Uh, We've seen... uh, Feed grains in general seem to be strongly supported. I mean, one of the kind of things that's fallen out of the whole China-U.S. issue is just, you know, people have delved deeper into the China, you know, supply-demand balances. And one thing that is very conspicuous is that there's a strong, strong demand there for feedstuffs. And earlier trade ramifications between China and U.S. had cut off their supply of dried distillers grains, DDGs and kind of challenged the U.S. export of sorghum to China. And that's kind of kept China's demand for feed grains, barley, et cetera, even some oats uh, and, and corn, of course, you know, much higher, much elevated. So that's positive. We see the rest of this year is probably going to be fairly good for barley prices. Next year, I mean, again, we just anticipate that there'll be a larger overall supply of feed grains in Western Canada because of a more representative crop. We got to keep in mind that in 1718, we had a, you know, an overwhelming number one CWS crop, like really like the barley crop. Everybody thought it was, you know, a lot of the malt barley was selectable or, you know, it's assumed to be selectable. So we'll have to watch for that. So we see prices coming back a bit, but again, it will just be really dependent on the final yield results and also the quality results of the broader crop to see where the barley prices get to in terms of feed. In terms of malting barley, we had a very positive year this year because of, uh, you know, a million plus exports to China. You know, will the Chinese be back in to buy that much next year? I mean, we don't think they'll buy quite that much, but they're still going to have a strong program to China and that's going to be supportive. And again, so much on malting barley just depends on, you know, the finish of the crop and what kind of quality you have, whether it's deemed selectable or not. And if we were to have, you know, a quality record or something like that, then obviously malting barley would see some appreciation in prices. Townsend expects reduced acreage to pulse crops on the prairies and a sizable carryover because of tariffs and abundant supplies in India. Pulses, you know, I'm sorry, Jim. I mean, this is the part where, you know, if you got young kids, you should probably cover their ears. I mean, this is the one that doesn't hold quite as much promise. Number one, for 1718, Canada will be carrying out large supplies because we simply didn't have the export opportunity this year because of the uh, because of India and the Indian policy and the fact that India grew two record crops in a row. For next year, I mean, we see acres backing off a little bit in Canada, maybe not quite as reactive to the prices as we thought they maybe should be. We think maybe acres should be down a little bit more, but and and maybe that's something that might change here over the next few weeks, just because a few of the other crops that looked kind of not to have as good economics are probably improving a bit. Spring wheat is one of those, for example, but I think it's we're going to be heavy. In 1819, again, given, um, you know, average weather and trend yields for those things, doesn't look like India is going to give us much runway up until, uh, you know, at the soonest, the second half of the marketing year, so February forward. 
if India doubles down and grows another big crop, and we've seen multiple crops, very good crops in a row in the year in different places, it's going to be tough going to see much appreciation in prices for pulses next year. Neil Townsend is a market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. There's an interesting way to check the biological activity of your farm with some old cotton underwear. This is National Soil Conservation Week. Soil is the building block for food production, providing nutrients and water to crops. Billions of soil organisms turn dead plant material into usable nutrients and help create soil organic matter. The Soil Conservation Council of Canada is sponsoring the Soil Your Undies campaign. Tim Nurbus farms about half an hour southeast of Lloydminster and is vice president of the Soil Conservation Council of Canada. He says gardeners and farmers can try this when the snow melts and the ground thaws. A pair of white cotton underwear with no dyes in it and then uh, digging a small slot in the soil uh, four or five inches deep and then uh, burying the underwear and uh, leaving the band above ground just so that uh, you're able to find them again and then probably putting a little bit of a, a, a stake there so that uh, a couple months down the way a person can actually find them again. Nervous is looking at the underwear in a couple of months will provide information about the soil's health. It's an indication of how good our soil quality is at the moment. And so basically what we'd like to find in a perfect world is just the elastic band. And that shows lots of biological diversity in the soil that uh, is active and uh, breaking down organic material. And that's what uh, the white cotton is. Uh, It's just organic material to the microbes. The less uh, cotton that uh, is remaining when we dig it up in a couple of months, the better. The more that the underwear is uh, fully intact, is an indication that maybe our biological activity isn't quite as diverse as it should be. Nervous runs through a couple of things that can be done to improve soil health. Tillage is a destructive force for these microbes. Uh, any tillage kind of just goes and destroys their whole housing structure and livelihood. And so reducing tillage is a big way. The other uh, part is through uh, adding additional organic materials and uh, just trying to get that balance of uh, various uh, crops in your rotation so that we're feeding the microbes. We've got this uh, huge community, uh, for the most part microscopic, but you can think of it as uh, kind of a a livestock uh, that's below the soil surface and uh, we want to feed them, uh, you know, diverse diet uh, so that they can thrive to uh, their optimum. Nervous says many farmers and gardeners are doing a good job of maintaining soil health. It comes largely down to uh, the history, um, you know, how that soil's been treated. Some backyard gardeners that do lots of composting and that type of thing can actually have very uh, good diverse soil uh, microbial uh, populations. And also on the farm, somebody who has reduced tillage, has a good diverse crop rotation, and uh, possibly uh, includes uh, livestock or composted uh, manure, probably would expect that those will be the areas that have some of the greatest microbial populations. Tim Nurbus is the Vice President of the Soil Conservation Council of Canada and farms near Lloydminster. 
Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Durham rose 84 cents at $260.92. Canola fell 20 cents at 490.94. Oats decreased 448 at 141.74. Number one red spring wheat dropped $1.86 at 238.44. The rest were unchanged. Feed barley 195.63. Flax 462.84. Yellow peas, 244.54. Feed wheat, 189.58. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May spring wheat is down 8.5 cents at 608.5 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-5358 or Weyburn, 842-4574. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Tuesday's cow sale had some encouraging notes in that. The good hard cows with a bit of feed into them were certainly higher. A lot of those cows from ninety-four to a dollar. We've seen the odd one up as high as a dollar five, dollar six. Certainly, it was selective. However, some of the thin, rougher cows were just barely steady. We're averaging eighty-seven for all the cows in the sale. So a tale of two cities on the cow market. Again, to Thursday, the feeder market remains under some pressure. The future board combined with some wet feedlot conditions in Alberta and some snowpack in some of the grass country where they'd be wanting to put in calves, certainly showing up. Uh, the 1,000-pound steers, 147. Here's a nice set of 59, 909-pound steers from Tom Jensen at Beachy. Really good cattle, 156. 75. The 860 weights at $1.58. 800 pounders, 163.50. 740s at 174.5. 680 weights at 198 for the black calves. Some silver calves weighing 680 at 203 per pound. Right at 600 pounds going to grass, 216. Heifer trade, 900 pounders, 135. The 830s at 144.75. Here's a set of 37 black heifers at 755 that will definitely be going out to the breeding field at 164. The 730, 760 weight uh, uh, type uh, feeder glasser heifers in that 62, 63 range. Uh, if you get some flesh on these British heifers weighing in the mid-sevens, they could bring 144 to 150. Uh, red heifers at 700 pounds bring 165. At 600 pounds, the red or black heifers bring 180, 182. The 540s, 186.50. Um, the bull sale on the weekend at Six Mile, Angus down at Wood Mountain, was a resounding success. Breeder bulls as high as $50,000. A lot of really classy ranch bulls in that 45 to 9,000 range. And some usable bulls, pretty darn decent at 35 to 45. That's the way it is in cattle country, Heartland, Swift Current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,600 hogs Friday, selling a range of 115 to 127 per CKG. 
Today's sales expected to be around 6,500 head, selling a range of 117 to 126 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, April 13th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 118.85, Ham's Cash, 117.35, Thunder Creek Burkhole, 121.54, and High Life, 126.34 per CKG. Ham's Cash hog price today is up. Forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was down one basis point for the day the exchange rate at 1.2597. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.5 cents US. US cash markets are expected to open higher this week after the turnaround in the cash market trend experienced last week. Packers bids in most reporting regions gained about 5% of their value last week, recovering from their lowest level seen since the fall of 2016. Lean hog futures made major gains last week with most contracts trading about 10% higher than their recent lows. Producers without production in the September to December timeframe should cover up to half of their production at current prices to secure profitable hog production at a time of record-setting supplies and uncertain demand. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy. Wind southeast 50 gusting to 70, the high plus 5. Tonight, 60% chance of light snow overnight. Risk of freezing rain overnight, the low minus 3. Tomorrow, 5 to 10 centimeters of snow. Wind southeast 30, the high plus 3. Chance of evening flurries tomorrow, the low minus 4. Wednesday, cloudy, the high plus 3, the low minus 5. Thursday, sunny, the high plus 6, the low minus 6. Friday, sunny, the high plus 9, the low 0. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high 12 degrees, the low plus 1. Sunday, cloudy, the high near 10. The normal high is 13, the normal low is minus 2. The sun rose at 6.03 this morning. It sets at 7.54 tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan at plus 4, Saskatoon plus 3, Swift Current plus 2, Weyburn plus 3, Yorkton is 0. In Regina, cloudy plus 1, that's 34 Fahrenheit. Southeast 54, gusting to 70. Humidity 59%, thermometer dropping 101.7. Moose Jaw Cloudy, plus 4, southeast 44, gusting to 57. Once again, Regina Cloudy and 1, that's 34 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.